Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's Dan Hudson. He's James Barr. We Hi. are a gay and a non-gay. Hi, everyone. Welcome along. This episode is supported by Emerald Life. It's Pride this weekend in London. Yeah. Woo! So I'm happy, not here. happy Pride Month to everyone in the US. Yeah, Dan actually went to Seattle Pride, and unfortunately, this episode was recorded just before he left, so we'll have to do an update on how your trip to Seattle Pride was. I want to know if you're going to find me a bear. No. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. You just seem to attract bears. Do I? Yeah. How, did, how do you, do you do remember it? when we were flying in Brighton? Oh, God, and yeah. And like all the bears were, com- were coming on I got. Me. Yeah, I, I did get a lot of that. So many bears are immediately like, vroom, you just are in their world. Yeah, which I guess is a compliment. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because I, I don't know what you meant by that. It's such a weird thing. Well, to it's say. better than getting mugged off, isn't it? But there was that one guy that was like touching himself. Yeah, that was weird. That was really awful, actually. He's touching himself at you. Not- yeah, he was like, oh, basically talking to his friend whilst I was talking to him, saying he's really hot, and touched his dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. And this is the middle of the day, by yeah, the way. It was this the is middle like of the 3 day. p.m. Somebody called me a breeder. Oh my God, I meant to talk to you about this. Yeah. That is so offensive. Well, I mean, I think... Well, what do you think? Oh, my God. I'm so well, excited it, to have this conversation. <laughs> Why did I forget to bring that up? I didn't get what that meant for quite a while, but I still don't really get it. But I guess it's because non-gay people can breed. Is that what it is? And it's like an insult. Is that what the term is? Yeah, it's a, it's a slur for straight people, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> it was a word that my friend used to say a lot on the South Coast when I was growing up. My other gay friend, he used to be like, oh, breeders, bloody breeders. And I guess it was funny to us then... And then, yeah, hearing it again, I was like, wow, that's actually really offensive. Like, hearing it later in my life when I'm a bit more educated, I was like, wow, that's offensive. And then having you there with me, I actually felt like someone had just been been abusive towards you. Right. I, I was actually a little bit, prote- I felt protective of you suddenly. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, that guy needs telling. But I held it together because I was trying to sell tickets to our show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Which actually it turned out we didn't need to because it was sold out and we didn't know. Yeah, we wasted a lot of time there. But it was really fun, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't believe you said that. And I was really offended for you. I don't know, I don't know what else there was to say about it. Well, it's an interesting phrase because, one, it's assuming that a non-gay person wants to breed. <laughs> Number two, it's assuming that a gay person can't when they can. They definitely can, either with a female friend or with a surrogate or... yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and three, it's just a weird w- insult. Why is it weird? Well, it's just bizarre, isn't it? It's like saying, because you can reproduce, you are a loser or whatever. I think it does mean that. I think it's saying, oh, you're disgusting because you breed. But that, that's so stupid because that's how the world s- survives. Yeah. And you, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for someone breeding. So what is your problem? But it sounds very dirty, doesn't it, that word? Yeah. It sounds like dogs breeding. Yeah. It doesn't sound healthy, like making love and making a baby. Yeah. It sounds disgusting. So yeah. It's a, to me, that is a slur at straight people that gay people would use. But it is bizarre. I mean, he was older, and I guess it goes back to what we've talked about previously, where the old guard gays, you know, had a different way of protecting themselves and yeah. dealing with shame, and maybe that was one of the words that was thrown around in the gay community to make themselves feel more powerful. Like, ugh, at least we're not disgusting. They breed. Okay. <laughs> but it's so stupid, isn't it? But anyway, that's it was a new one for the for the books. Do you think I've just basically rebranded you 
calling you a non-gay, is that the same as them calling someone a breeder? I don't think so. No? No. Okay, but I am labelling you. you're never you. using it as a, as a negative, though, are you? It's just a fact. I mean, it depends what you've done, doesn't it? No, I'm not. I'm just using it as a way of jokingly marginalising you and othering you as well. So I think it's okay. I mean, it is interesting how much of a conversation it brings up, though. When I tell people, every time I tell someone the name of the podcast, someone will chirp up and say, well, that's offensive. <laughs> and I actually love that. I think that's a really interesting conversation. But you then say, oh, well, if you listen to episode one and you'll get the reasoning why, then because people can't be asked to do that. Like, yeah, just, they just, just leave it, yeah. Just have the conversation. Great. Yeah. Can we call this episode a gay and a breeder? No. Because it's just stupid and it doesn't work. A and gay and a breeder. I quite like non-gay now. I use it in every do you? every day to replace straight or... Which is, isn't a word I particularly like anyway, actually. I also love it. And I know we're not really on topic here and we're just rambling, but uh, my sister the other day rang me and said that she was walking through Soho. And she was looking at guys and thinking about them and she was like playing a game of gay or non-gay. She was like, is he gay or is he not gay? (laughs) Is he gay or non-gay? And she rang me and said, you've changed my vocabulary. I was literally thinking (laughs) non-gay, not straight. And she was saying, I think that's really amazing because now I am thinking about straight people as a secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yay, job done. High five, Dan. Welcome back. It's a gay and a non-gay. So yeah, back to Pride. It's Pride in London this weekend. And um, I I don't have my non-gay. But what? I wasn't... Like, you mugged me off last year, if you recall. No, don't say that. So, so. I didn't mug you off. I wanted to come back for it, but the, the, the way that the flights work, it just doesn't make sense. So we're doing our own independent Pride celebrations. So I'll be in Seattle and you'll be in London. I've never been to Pride before. I know. What can I expect? A lot of rainbows. I kind of get the gist of it, I think. Okay, go on. Well, <laughs> well lots of rainbows. Um, yeah. Lots of flags. Uh-huh. Yeah, just lots of happy people celebrating who they are and that they can celebrate that whilst also acknowledging that some people can't. Yeah. I, I think th- is I the gist of it, isn't I, it? 100%. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. And remembering those before us that fought so hard to get us to the point we're at now. Um, I think that's for me, is one of the most important things because I always used to think of pride as husband hunting like right this is where i'm going to meet the one right actually i met a boyfriend at pride once and ended up having a lot of sex with people i've had a lot of sex with people from pride celebrations but i think now that i I feel different now i feel more aware of what it is as a celebration i think i always used to think of it as just like a beer festival right or like a festival which it is as well but actually it's really important and you're 100 percent right it's about celebrating who you are, and that you can celebrate that. I'm thinking of those that can't. And you hear people say, don't you, like, oh, why do we need a pride anymore? You know, gay people say that. Why do we need pride anymore? We've got marriage. Why can't everyone just get over it? I mean, even my housemate Dan has said that. He's like, I don't think we need a pride. I don't, I don't want to go. Well, no one has to go. No, but it's odd that you'd be so anti it as a gay person. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, I suppose it's not weird. You're allowed to feel however you feel, but I think personally, and I've had this conversation with him, I think it's a very important moment to acknowledge. I mean, there's so many different dates in the calendar where we should acknowledge gay people, LGBTQ plus people before us, you know, like World AIDS Day. Yeah. Recently, we had the anniversary of 
Section 28 starting and the anniversary of the decriminalisation, the partial decriminalisation of homosexuality. And there's all sorts of dates and things that we should be acknowledging. But I think Pride is a really important time to to remember that. And that's what we're celebrating. That's what we're we're shouting from the rooftops. Whilst also still trying to find a boyfriend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Happy Pride from a gay and a non-gay. All right, quick update on the guy from the other week. Um, Which guy was this? Remind me. The one you told me not to text because you couldn't deal with it again. Oh, uh, yeah. You were like, oh, please don't. I can't deal with another one of these guys that doesn't text you back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really supportive. You remember that one? Yeah, I do yeah, remember. That, that episode where you were really, really, really cool wingman. Um, so you did text him, I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know if I did actually. Yes, I did. I did. I messaged him like five days after. That's a long time. Zero five. I can't remember what I said actually. But it was something like, oh, do you want to get dinner? Anyway, he was ill, so we didn't get dinner. And then he said a week later after me not messaging him again, hey, do you want to get dinner? So we had dinner. And um, yeah, it was cool. What did you have? What do you mean, what did we have? I'm not trying to make some like sausage joke. I'm what? genuinely okay, yeah, asking cool. you what like. Oh, right. Well, we went to... Um, the pub boat on the Thames. So it was just pub food. Oh yeah, we were getting the bus home together and he was like, do you want to come back to mine? But then changed his mind and was like, actually, I want to be good. What does that mean? Well, it means he doesn't want to be up all night, like... Do you think? What else does he mean? Well, I thought it meant like, oh, he's really into me and he doesn't want to just like have sex. He wants to like... Oh, it could be either of those things. Well, that's so funny. What you said is way more likely. (laughs) That's how a man's mind probably would think. Whereas I was like, oh, he's in love with me and he doesn't want to like have sex with me yet. Was it a weekday? Yeah. Yeah, it was probably the work. Your man's got to go to work. I literally thought he was like having feels and didn't want to get carried away. Well, he could could be. No, I think you're probably right. Why do I think like that? I'm such an idiot. (laughs) He clearly was just like, oh, I've got work in the morning. Like, can't be bothered. Too much happening. Yeah. And there's me going, oh, he's in love with me. <laughs> he doesn't want to have sex on our first on our first actual date. But clearly it's not that. So what's the latest then? I saw him again. He went on holiday. So I saw him for like an hour, popped over, just said hey. But again, we didn't have sex. We just like chatted. And then I was like, right, I got to go, I'm tired. You said that. I think we both sort of agreed that. I don't know. It's just not, it's just odd. Like I don't know whether it's going to be a thing or not. Because like, I just assume like, you know, as a gay man in in your 20s or 30s or whatever, like, if you're into someone, you just have sex with them all the time, right? So it's hard for me to not take it as rejection and to go, no, this is normal. But I'm learning and I'm going, no, it's not rejection. Cool. I genuinely think a guy once broke up with me because I, I was staying over weeknights and he was like, I just cannot have sex on weeknights. I just want to sleep. Well, that's kind of fair enough. Is it? Depending on what job it does is. You get up at five o'clock every Tuesday, which I know about because you go on about it all Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't presumably want all and sundry coming around on Monday nights and staying. No, of course not. So it's just oh, the same thing. Okay, so cool. So it doesn't mean anything. We don't know whether he's into me or not. We'll find out. All and sundry. But guys, don't get carried away. Don't buy a hat because we know how this works. <laughs> well, keep us updated. You literally don't care at all. You literally don't give any apps. No, I do. You don't keep us updated. But there's a new dude every every couple of weeks, isn't there? So I can't... Dan! I can't keep across everything. Why is that? You tell me. I can't answer that question. <laughs> You're reading The Velvet Rage, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Does, does it not answer that question? Yeah, but it kind of does, but I don't want to get it wrong, but it kind of says that gay men, they get very caught up with like a new partner. And it's like the best thing ever until until very quickly it's not. And they start noticing flaws in like every aspect of the other person. And then very quickly go off the idea 
and then the pattern repeats itself. Why? It's to do with like shame and stuff. But I mean, I I'm not categorically not the authority on this, so so I don't really want to say that. I, well, but I, I was just reading it. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what that means for me. Then, so am I just dating loads of people because I'm ashamed of being gay? Is that what you mean? This book is based around the concept of the shame that a gay man has growing up unconscious subconsciously potentially right about being gay and it, that is like what filters into all parts of their lives yeah. and it kind of explains why certain gay cliches exist like the bitchy gay guy is because of this yeah, so, yeah. this isn't me saying this by the way this is me quoting the book just right now it's fine i agree with that i've read matthew todd's straight jacket which yeah. is a very similar concept i haven't read the velvet rage but I think it's really hilarious that you are reading The Velvet Rage and I haven't read it. Well, but yeah, The Velvet... Because I, 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 you don't really read books. But a lot of my friends have said that I should read it and that it's great. Yeah, I think you should read it. But, you know, you have to give yourself some time for that. For you, it's easy because it's not you. So you can just read that as a passerby. But for me, I have to, like, section off a month of trauma to read that book because that's going to be facing something, you know? Yeah. I don't know when I'm ready to do that yet. It took me a long time to read Matt's book because I was just like this is going to be a ride. Like yeah. This is going to be a journey. And my therapist read it way before me and was like, you have to read it now. You recommended it to me. It's amazing. You really need to read it. And I was like, I can't. I'll just go with what you've said. Like, <laughs> I'll just, you, you've read it. You're good. I'll read it later. A gay and a non-gay. Guys, it's time to do some admin. Woo! Thanks so much to everyone who's donated to our Patreon page. You can donate to us at any time. And we have loads of amazing uh, friends in our Patreon family. And we want to give a shout out to our new members. So hi to David Henry, Emily Teal and Joshua Weaver. Thanks so much for your support. And guys, listen, if you subscribe to our Patreon, if you donate, we've now made our brand new a gay and a non-gay badges. And they'll be sending out to you soon. <gasps> They're so amazing. I love them. I'm not really a badge person, so... What? I don't really wear them, but... Um, wow, I know what, that you're a, what an endorsement. A badge uh, wearer and a non-badge wearer. I'm a non-badge wearer, but... Well, they're great. They're cute little pins. Uh, one of them is a rainbow flag uh, with us both holding hands. One of them is a badge that says, I'm best friends with a non-gay. Yes, that's a good one. I love that one. And there's another that says, do the admin. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of admin here. You can donate at gaynongay.com slash donate. Find us on your socials at gaynongay. Listen at gaynongay.com or just search non-gay at your fave pod app.